the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 119 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Al Nowatsky, the adult. I'm Anna, and I'm 12. I'm Liam, and I'm almost 10. Yep. In, uh, what day is it? It's the 14th. Yeah, it's the seven, 14th. Seven days. Seven days. Yeah. Seven days. Seven days. I am 21. Yeah, if all goes what? well, we will. What? I just said 21 because you weren't on the 21st. Because it's the mm, 21st. Yeah. That's what my The next time we Until record. I'm 10. Next time we right. record, I'll be 10. Yeah. I'm going to have this awesome birthday party uh-huh. on on Saturday. I'm yeah. having a sleepover with just two of my friends, my two like best friends. Uh-huh. And it's going to be yeah. so awesome. Maybe yeah. three of my friends. I don't yeah. know if the third friend can come yet, mm-hmm. but it's going to be so awesome and I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you for letting me express my feelings to you. Right, right. Um, <laughs> About you, to right. you. Yeah, so I hope we can record next Monday. We have Monday off, actually. We have your birthday off of school. It's a special holiday so for nice. all of St. Paul, Minnesota. It's Martin Liam's Luther birthday. I'm joking, I know. So, yeah, we're kind of getting back into the groove here. Uh, last week, we had our look ahead to 2019. And we had a quick look back at 2018. This week, later on in the episode, we're going to talk about some non-Star Warsy stuff that we're looking forward to. But first, let's talk about the Star Warsy stuff that we've been up to. Liam, we finally finished that Han Choose Your Destiny book. I was uh, so happy. At the end, I yeah. looked at it and I was like, "We won! Yeah, we Yay! Won. The first There's- try. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> had, how oh, many different tries did we do? Liam? Probably like. <laughs> Somewhere around 20, Yeah. 30. Of course, you don't go back and read the whole thing from the beginning no, again. No, you just you go know, back like to the last question. Yeah. Yeah, we know. had like six bookmarks in there at once <laughs> yeah, because we... Yeah. Yep. I, we were I've done that too with the Choose Your Destiny book. Yeah. I had like six bookmarks uh-huh. in there. Yeah. What do you think about that format, Liam? I don't know if you've ever read a Choose Your Own Adventure kind of book. What do you think of that? Well, I've seen them before, yeah, and yeah. I'm not. I wasn't surprised. Like, oh, right. this is a cool new thing. I've no, seen I know. it before, but yeah, it was fun. It was yeah. f- really fun. Yeah, it was a story. There is a Netflix episode that just came out, uh, or an episode that came out of Black Mirror on Netflix called uh, Bandersnatch. It's not for children, as far as I'm concerned, um, but it is a choose your own adventure. Uh, story on Netflix. Oh, so wasn't you, there like this choose your own adventure Minecraft There's a Minecraft thing, thing that you never yeah. ended up doing. Remember that, Liam? No, I will do mm. that. Yeah, yeah. It was like a I'm choose gonna, your own adventure Minecraft thing. In the weekend? This is similar morning, to that. I'm yeah, that's that. what we should do yeah. now. After we finish Girls Meets World. That'd be cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, Bandersnatch was, it was good. Um, I listened to this podcast that talked about it and they said, you know, one thing that, you know, is, is good about watching a TV show or reading a book is that you get... Uh, the author gets to tell you the story, you know, the yeah. author, the author makes the choices for you and that's what makes it, you know, by the author and not by you. And you're like, what'll so, happen next? Yeah. So, so choose your own adventure stuff. It's kind of gamey, kind of gimmicky. Uh, it's a fun exercise. Wait, what's the episode called? Bandersnatch? <laughs> yeah. The Froomiest Bandersnatch. Yeah, I think that's where it came from. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming. What is the Froomiest Bandersnatch? It's huh? from, oh, I forget what it's called. Jabberwocky? Yeah, the Jabberwocky. Yeah, the, beware the... Was frilling in the slidey topes, did guy and gimbal in the wave. All memes you were the Boro goes and the Moam Rats outer gabe. <laughs> out, I think it's outgrabe. Outgrabe. I think you pronounce that non-existent word. I pronounce outer gabe. <laughs> outer gabe. Outer gabe. Outer gabe. As well as the inner gabe. All right. So... Yeah, so choose your own stuff. Choose your own adventure stuff. Fun, maybe not. You know, not high like art. a relaxing thing. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. So yeah, we uh, checking back in with our chronological watch through of the Star Wars movies. We kind of paused after Empire Strikes Back. I think we're going to wait <laughs> until uh, wait until right before Celebration, maybe, and just watch Return of the Jedi. The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and then just get all hyped up for all of the information that we're going to get for Episode 9 at Celebration. And the reason why we kind of stopped, like the main reason mm. why we started stopping was because <laughs> that we started stopping, mm-hmm. was because that the Series of Unfortunate Events Season 3 came out, oh, and we yes. really wanted to watch that because 
Yeah. That's like my favorite TV show that we've watched together. It's amazing. Yeah, we plowed through that. We just finished that a couple uh, yesterday, right? It was, it yeah, was really it was good. good. That's, That's all I'm going to say about it. Yep. yep. And you should watch it. And, and you, you should watch, watch it. Yes. it. And season three is out. Yes, on Netflix. So yep. If anybody didn't yeah. know that, and if you watched season one and two, season three is out, and yeah. get to it so yeah. good. That's one of the things no that we, we would have said in our things to look forward to in 2019, but we already watched all of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um and uh and we just watched the newest episode of Resistance. Uh, Bebo is the name of the episode. Uh that was interesting. It, 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 it was very interesting. Yeah, it was it was cute. Uh Niku loved his Bebo. Uh kind of like those hippos. Those hippos love their their Bebos, their belly buttons. Remember the little baby hippo calls his belly button Bebo in the Belly Button book by Sandra Boynton? Sorry, I, oh, <laughs> I've I read that book way more recently. I used to read that book to you kids all the time, and then I read it in my old job because I worked with little, little kids. The belly button. Yeah, the belly button, the belly button book. And Bebo. the hippos, they call their belly button Bebo. But they Bebo. spell it with a B, with yeah. an E, right? No, it's B-I-B-O. I don't, oh, okay. I don't know. We hippos love our belly bees. They're round and cute and funny, and there's a place we take them to when sunny days are sunny. It's, oh, belly, it's belly button beach where tons of hippos stand around in bathing that. suits too little because they hope you will admire the button on their middle. Anybody? Anybody? I remember that. I remember <laughs> I've read that, that book a few times. Uh, a few? Yeah, yeah. So, no, I, what I liked about this episode of Resistance was we got to see the aces quite a bit. Uh, I always like when we get to see all of the aces and they're all flying. And then... Kaz got to fly with the aces. That was was so cool. And he helped, he actually helped them out. I feel like they didn't make that as big of a deal as it should have been though. Yeah. yeah. He saved a man's life. (laughs) He saved, he saved that ex-imperial. He would have died. uh, Maybe. Or, or got got, injured. What's his name? Greg. 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 I don't remember his name. I don't either. Dude, I thought you were trying to say his name. Uh, Gar- Gargan? I have Garsh? Gran Gar... I got Grosh. you, Grosh. Gargan? Right. Perfect. Wow. <laughs> so, Alrighty. All right. So. Um, yeah, let's head on over to the news. So our news this week, as our news is going to be more often... Uh, the not, I think, is revolving around Celebration. It was just announced that some voice actors are coming to Star Wars Celebration. So, StarWars.com had this article. Uh, the voice of Kazuda is coming. Uh, Wait, that guy? Christopher Sean, yeah. And then uh, also the voice of uh, Tam, Susie McGrath, is also going to be there. So those are the two from Resistance. I'm assuming more will be announced from Resistance because... Oh, actually, no, there there is more... Um, also, Scott Lawrence, who plays uh, Yeager, Ooh. voices Yeager, will also be yeah. at Celebration. And uh, Christopher Sean, funny story about him, is he followed us on Twitter, and Seriously? we had not been following him. <laughs> like, I hadn't followed him yet, and he followed me first, and then I went to his page, and I'm like, oh, I'm not following Christopher Sean. And I'm like, how did he... How did they find us to follow Could us? We get him on the podcast. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We should get him on the podcast. Was that his way of saying if, like, if "Hey, you're, if you're listening to this right now, if you want to <laughs> be on this podcast, then we'd we'd love to have you, Christopher Sean." <laughs> I don't know what to say. Maybe maybe he listened to the last episode or a couple episodes ago when I I said that Resistance wasn't like I didn't really love it. Love it. Uh, maybe he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like them and make them love resistance now." Maybe I don't know. Wow! Oh, and uh, Christopher <laughs> Sean, if you're listening to this, you are the best character in Resistance mm. for sure. Yeah. Well, and I think you know, it's also, totally. Tam, yeah. Tam's pretty great. Tam, Tam's awesome. Tam, uh, Tam's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, so we saw the we watched the second half of season one the the trailer for it right and in the trailer we see you know Hux or we hear Hux and see Hux uh, a recording of him at least like, which means that it goes we know now that it goes up to the Force Awakens right uh huh yeah but what I saw I saw them crouching behind mm, it it yeah. made us think that they were there mm-hmm. when Hux was talking you know what's funny they could be. 
and maybe the recording that we see isn't what they're looking at. Maybe they but actually are. The background are. didn't actually look yeah, like snowy, though. Who knows? Well, they're maybe they're like in front of some crates or something. Oh, maybe. Probably not. Pretty sure they're not going to get on Starkiller Base. I don't know how that can happen, but that'd be awesome, though. But anyway, it looks like Resistance is going to pick up and uh, and get. Yes. A lot more interesting yes. to me, to me, and to I, you me, know, I think other you. people were loving it from the get go, and that's fine. Um, but I, I mean, think the first episode started off a little silly, mm. and we're like, yeah. I, I, I wanted to get the show to get a little more serious. It but sounds I think like it'll gonna, do that. I yep. think it'll do that. Yeah, yep. I think I'll do that. Yep, that's that's kind of the word. The word is and that it's going to get more serious. James Arnold. Taylor. Yeah, so James Arnold Taylor, he's the voice of Obi Wan Kenobi in the Clone Wars. Oh, and. Uh, Many other, many other characters. Um, he's going to be there, which is cool. He has been, you know, he hasn't been like in the Star Wars world as much since Clone Wars ended. Um, but I'm happy to see that he's he's kind of back in the fold, especially because he's doing the voice for you know Obi Wan oh, for yeah, the new Clone Wars season. Clone Wars. And he he was he did do voices for The Force Awakens and Rogue One and The Last Jedi. He was part of what they call the, uh, oh, what do they call them? The loop crew? No. Uh, yeah, the loop crew, I think. I can't remember what they call them. Anyway, it's a group of people who just record a bunch of background voices, right? So he would do oh. it. Uh, David W. Collins, who's also going to be at Star Wars Celebration, uh, was part of the loop group. That's what they call them. Loop group. And uh, um, <clears throat> what's his name? Who did Darth Maul? Um, Darth Maul's voice, uh, who I'm sure he'll be at Celebration, too. Why can I not think of his name right now? I'm sure it'll come to me. Liam, I think of all the voice actors who are announced who are going to be at Celebration, you were the most excited about who? Janina I can't pronounce that right because I'm so happy. (laughs) Janina Gavankar. Yeah. Who is the voice of Iden Versio. Oh, Iden Versio. She looks different. In that picture, yeah, she, that looks picture. she looks yeah, different. Yeah, I kind of couldn't a, recognize her. Kind of a glamour shot that yeah. they use there. It's not really how she looks, I think, in her day to day. But um, yeah, I so awesome! It's like the best. It's going to be cool. I think um, I'm really, you know, what we will be able to find out. You know, what panels are these people going to be on? What panel is she going to be on? And and you know that we can say, let's try to get into that panel. Maybe it'll be a panel about video games. Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're going to announce that there'll be some more Inferno Squad content That'd coming awesome. out on Battlefront 2. It'd be awesome. Uh some more, you know, story. Wood. Although spoiler alert for the story mode. Uh, spoiler anyway. alert, skip forward like yeah. a minute. You know, she dies, so she wouldn't be in it anymore, but they could always you know, there's a lot oh, of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that happened, you know, between when when between Jakku and between and when she dies, there's that's a ton of time, right? Yeah, that's that's from that's uh, thirty years. Yeah, you know. So so they said they get that time. Yeah, there's a ton of stories that could be told with Iden Versio. In fact, they could have a whole video game just dedicated to to her and her story. Yeah, with um with what's his name? Who again? I'm blanking because I didn't. Yeah, I don't remember his name. <laughs> um, Iden and uh, yeah. Um, Anyway, oh, it's like on the it'll again. come. It'll come to us later. Um, Sam Witwer, by the way, is the actor, the voice actor I was thinking of, uh, who played Maul. Oh yeah, you know uh, <laughs> he did a ton of voices also in the movies, just like uh, James Arnold Taylor did, and also uh, Matthew Wood, Matt Wood, who is you know the sound designer, the ch- the main sound designer for Star Wars, for all the Star Wars movies and and TV shows. Uh, he is also the voice of Grievous. And all of the battle roids. And he is going to be at Celebration 2. None of this is really too surprising, I think. Roger, but, Roger. Uh, but it makes us think about the kinds of panels that they're going to have. And uh, all six actors will be there to meet <laughs> you, sign autographs, and share their joy in being a part of the Star Wars galaxy. Yay! Should we try to get Janini Gavankar's autograph, Liam? On an Iden Versio print that you could frame and hang in your bedroom? 
I mean, what do you think? Yes, yes. And you know, we have to we have to budget, right? And we can't just spend as much money as we want because we don't have Darn. as much money as we want. How about my our guess, budget can be like two hundred dollars? We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But my guess is, you know, Janina Gavankar is not Mark Hamill, yeah. right? And her so autograph her will not cost as much. much. So that that's good though because yeah, we still good. really because she's awesome. Yeah, she's and, awesome. Uh, Maybe Andy Gutierrez and Anthony Carboni would they be signing? I, I don't. I mean, they might just. I don't know. Do it for free? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they're going to be. They're, for free, they're not going to be signing. You kids are so excited to to see them of all the people. It's so funny to me because they they would probably be like, "Why would you want my autograph?" I'm sure that's what they would say. Because they're not actors in Star Wars. They're they're hosts of a YouTube show. But they're, for in your minds, I know. I know. I know. I love it. I love how much you love them. And uh, if if you, dear listener, also love the Star Wars it. show. They're YouTubers. They're YouTube. Well, kind of. I mean, it's a pretty produced show. It could be on TV early. But but yeah, they, they're, YouTubers. they're YouTubers. Yeah, kind of. But if you also love the Star Wars show, we have a really great uh, Helvetica font. Uh, Gutierrez and Carboni and Townley and Bromley yes, t-shirts on our Public store uh which if you go to our um twitter page at force children it's the pinned tweet is a link to our a link to our uh tea public also shop. if you just go to tea public and search up children of the force and it should uh, pop up. yeah i think it will um i think it will and we we actually get money for t-shirt sales and not like a, a small amount like you know a t-shirt is 20 bucks which is pretty normal for a t-shirt uh, at least one that's you know a that ordered online at a shop like T public and, and we get some money from that, which, um, you know, maybe you've thought about being a Patreon, but you don't want to sign up for like the monthly thing, but you still want to support us. You could just buy a t-shirt yeah, and then you have a t-shirt. Yeah. Plus you've supported us. Yeah. Right. That'd be good. And, and there's also children of the force logo t-shirts that you could get if you want to show your children of the force love. But we also have, you know, the black t-shirt that says my also, other shirt is yeah. a red millennium Falcon t-shirt. That one's great. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, some good stuff. Let's move along to the next thing, which is that force arena is ending. So you might remember, uh, how much I love and play, Force Arena, which is an app uh, where you play in real time against another person and you are fighting against them and dropping troops and all this stuff. And uh, they announced that they're going to be ending. I think the server shuts off in March and they're kind of winding down. And I've sort of started to stop. I've sort of not really played it as much but because play as much as you can before yeah, but, it stops. But like but then the it's reason really super sad when it stops. Right. I'm trying to make it not a big deal to me when it finally ends. But it's gonna and be a big deal to you. I don't no know. No matter what. So I found so there's this YouTuber who I watch, uh, Gluten Slayer, and he always put up Force Arena videos. Well now he has stopped playing Force Arena. And his last Force Arena video was, was just sad. sad. It was so sad. And he said, this is the last time I'm ever going to play. And then and then I checked out his YouTube page, and now he's playing this other game that is kind of like Force Arena. So I've started playing it, too, because I thought, hey, if Gluten Slayer likes it, um, <laughs> you know, and he liked Force Arena a lot. Uh, so now I'm playing this game called uh, Command and Conquer Rivals, which is really fun. And I joined a guild on that app called Force oh Arena Refugees. Gosh. Force Arena Refugees. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of people from Force Arena who have moved over there and uh and they you know are kind of finding their way in this new game. Anyway, that's just you know, just imagine your favorite video game and imagine it ending. No Fortnite. And never no, being what? able to no, play it again. No Fortnite. And then you'll know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> right, uh, exactly. I don't really play video games. But they were never on Fortnite because they get so much money from that <laughs> right. and so right. many people play it. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's well, definitely not getting more unpopular, and it's definitely not getting less money. All right. Well, yeah. That's so. That's it for news, really. I mean, there wasn't a ton that happened last week. Um, so let's head on over to canon news. The canon news song. Yeah. The canon news song. Yeah. 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 So last week I mentioned uh, the short story that is in from a certain point of view called "Master and Apprentice" by Claudia Gray, which is by the way, also the name of the 
novel that is going to be written by Claudia Gray. And the short story is about Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan, just like the novel. But of course, the short story, because it's in From a Certain Point of View, which takes place during New Hope, is short, short, and it's also (laughs) uh, Qui-Gon is a Force ghost. And, you know, you'll remember at the end of Revenge of the Sith, Yoda tells Obi-Wan that, uh, you know, teach you to commune with the dead, I will, right? Uh, To commune with those who have gone beyond. So Yoda taught Obi-Wan somehow to communicate with Qui-Gon. And Qui-Gon also is learning, even after death, how to better communicate with Obi-Wan. Who's teaching him? Obi-Wan? Who's teaching Qui-Gon? Yeah. I think he's kind of teaching himself. He's just learning, trial and error, sort of. Yeah. All right, so I think we'll do a dramatic reading of some of this short story. And uh, I'll be the narrator, and Anna, you can be Qui-Gon, and Liam, you can be Obi-Wan. Sure. All right. Okay. You are afraid. He knows why. The events taking place around them are clearer to him than they are to Obi-Wan. You seek your center. You need balance. The living find it difficult not to tell the dead that which they already know. Obi-Wan doesn't even try. There may be Imperial stormtroopers waiting for Luke at the Lars farm. If so... Then you will rescue him. Qui-Gon smiles. Or he may rescue himself, or the sister will find the brother instead. Obi-Wan cannot be so easily comforted. Or he could be killed, cut down, while still hardly more than a boy. To Qui-Gon, all human lives now seem impossibly brief. Years are irrelevant. It is journeys through the Force that matter. Some must struggle for that knowledge through many decades. Others are very nearly born with it. Most never begin the journey at all, no matter how long they live. But Luke Skywalker... Luke has a great journey yet to go. It does not end here. You've seen this. Qui-Gon nods. This relieves Obi-Wan more than it should, because he cannot guess the shape that journey will take. Their surroundings in the physical world... Oh, oh, and I should say that oh, uh, Qui-Gon is still sort of forming, like he's, he hasn't, um, he hasn't quite mastered all of this, right? So as he, because Obi-Wan said Qui-Gon, right? Obi-Wan said the word, he kind of summoned Qui-Gon through the Force, and it took Qui-Gon some time to kind of like come out of the Force into this place on Tatooine, right? And it's really cool how she explains like how this happens. Like he he can almost feel the skin folding over himself as he sort of kind of materializes in front of Obi Wan, right? Like this, yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting. So that's why it's, it's talking about their surroundings. Uh, their surroundings in the physical world become clearer. The endless dunes of Tatooine stretching out in every direction. A smoldering sand crawler, a hulk behind them. A dozen tiny Jawas dead. So this is Obi-Wan is talking to Qui-Gon here right after Luke goes to see whether or not his aunt and uncle are okay. Mm, and, the, mm-hmm. and this is when, you know, 3 pos taking the Jawas to, uh, to the funeral pyre, right? Mm-hmm. The memory of their fear and helplessness lances Qui-Gon's consciousness, as does the meaninglessness of their deaths. Although Obi-Wan has been tending to the bodies, for the moment the Jawas are seen to only by two droids. The droids comfort Qui-Gon somewhat, because they are familiar. The Force has even seen fit to bring these two back to the place where it all began. Time is a circle. The beginning is the end. Obi-Wan murmurs, Bail Organa sent Leia herself to summon me. When I saw her, saw Padme in her so strongly, and even a little of Anakin too. I knew my exile was nearly at an end. Would you believe it? I find it difficult to let it go? You've adapted. You've had to. No wonder that the desert feels like home to you now, or that being a Jedi Knight has become foreign. But that can change, and faster than you may dream possible. It will, in fact, be almost instantaneous. A transformation begun and completed the first time immediate danger beckons again. Qui-Gon looks forward to witnessing it. I've waited for this day for a very long time. So long it feels as though I've waited for my entire life. To have it endangered now, 
just as the great work begins. So many factors are in play. The future is difficult to know, even more so than before. Do you truly think your work has only just begun, my Padawan? They have begun using that title between them again in recognition of how much more Obi-Wan has yet to learn. It is strange to still to think of death as only the beginning of wisdom. Obi-Wan considers. There were other great endeavors, other challenges, but the Clone Wars were long ago. For nearly two decades, I have been little more than a shadow waiting to become a Jedi Knight again. Qui-Gon shakes his head. Already his physical self feels natural enough to him that he can express thought and emotion through gestures. Battle and wars aren't the measure of a Jedi. Anyone can fight, given a weapon and an enemy. Anyone can use a lightsaber, given due training or even good luck. But to stand and wait, to have so much patience and fortitude, that, Obi-Wan, is the greater achievement that you can know. Few could have accomplished it. Fewer still could have done so without turning to darkness. Sometimes, when Qui-Gon considers it, he is awed by his student's steadfastness. Every person Obi-Wan ever truly loved, Anakin, Satine, Padme, and Qui-Gon himself, came to a terrible end. Three of them died before his eyes. The other fell to a fate so bleak that death would have been a gift. The Jedi Order that provided the entire framework for Obi-Wan's life was consumed by betrayal and slaughter. Every step of this long, unfulfilling journey is one Obi-Wan had to take alone, and yet he never faltered. As the rest of the galaxy burned, his path remained true. It is the kind of victory that most people never recognize, and yet the bedrock all goodness is built upon. That right there, that paragraph, is why when people say, who's your favorite character in Star Wars, I say Obi-Wan Kenobi. I thought you said C-3PO. Well, C-3PO is my favorite droid. Okay. (laughs) But the people say, who's your favorite Jedi, I guess, maybe. Then I say Obi-Wan. I just, uh, this is, (laughs) I love this story so much. All right, and then they talk about how, like, Qui-Gon kind of regrets telling Obi-Wan to train Anakin. And yeah. pushing him to become a knight because he, he feels like he failed Qui-Gon, or failed Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan's like, no, you didn't fail me. You know, things went the way they went and Anakin fell to the dark side. That's his fault, not mine or yours, right? All right, so then we're going to pick it up here and uh, we're starting with Obi-Wan. I didn't tell Luke the whole truth about Anakin. Someday he'll have to know. You've only just become acquainted with the boy. Had you tried to tell him the whole story today, that would have been a greater mistake than anything else you could have done. It would have planted seeds of doubt, confusion, even anger, which could have led him down his father's path. With a touch of his old rakish humor, Obi-Wan adds, Or he would have decided I was was every bit as crazy as Owen always told him I was, and run along back home. Qui-Gon knows that to have been a very real possibility and the end to which that would have led. Luke would now be lying alongside the Larses. When he's ready, stable, steady, strong in the Force, then there will be time. I just love that. That Obi-Wan, you know, feels bad about lying to Luke. Because yeah. we, always, we always see that scene where he's like, liar. You're yeah. lying to him, you know? Liar. Why does he lie to him, right? Liar! And of course, he, you know, at the time when George Lucas wrote that, he didn't know that Obi-Wan was lying. Because he didn't know that Darth Vader was Luke's father yet. But, of course, when we view it now, it still has to make sense in our minds, right? How do we make that make sense? Well, here we go. Ugh, I just love it. It all (laughs) ties everything together so well. So then they talk about, like, how Qui-Gon looks more solid than when he first appeared. You know, kind of like how we notice Obi-Wan on Hoth looks, you know, very transparent. But in Return of the Jedi, when he's on Dagobah, he, like, sits down on the log next to Luke and he's almost solid. Right? Yeah. It's different. It changes, right? Mm-hmm. So they kind of talk about how Qui-Gon now, when he's talking to Obi-Wan, is, is more solid than Obi-Wan have, has ever seen him, right? And uh, and the ending here, just the last couple paragraphs, are just so great that uh, I wanted to read it here. Uh, so, before long, Luke's landspeeder will appear on the horizon. Obi-Wan needs to turn his attention elsewhere. We shall meet again soon, my Padawan. I will never hesitate to call upon you. That's not the kind of meeting Qui-Gon means. But there's no point in saying so. 
The truth will unfold itself in time. It always does. Qui-Gon, he knows that Obi-Wan's going to die and oh. they're going to meet in the Force. It, it, they kind of talk about that a little bit. Obi- or uh, Qui-Gon talks about knowing that. Oh, spoiler alert. Sorry. Obi-Wan <laughs> dies. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Well, not really. Luminous beings, are we? Not this crude matter. <laughs> Qui-Gon allows his awareness to spread outward from this place until Obi-Wan is only part of the symphony of life around him. The snakes burrow deep within the dunes. Insects spin webs among the sand. Sunshine suffuses them all with warmth until Qui-Gon can let go completely, releasing his body and even his name until he is again one with the Force. As Obi-Wan will soon learn, the most beautiful form of mastery is the art of letting go. Oh, ah. Claudia Gray. I cannot wait for this book. Me like, this just makes great. me think Master and Apprentice is going to be so good. And guess what? She's going to be at Celebration. And guess what? <laughs> Master and Apprentice comes out like two days after Celebration ends, which probably means that there's going to be a Celebration exclusive edition of Master oh and Apprentice. Gosh. Claudia Gray, and Claudia Gray could be there it. to sign it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yep, it's gonna be awesome. I cannot wait. We will meet her. I am really hoping that we can meet her and just tell her how much we yes, appreciate her me books. Too, Anna, right. Okay, last stars amazing. Mm-hmm. The Leia novel amazing. Bloodline, I really want to read it. Amazing. Yep. <laughs> yep. And mm. this new novel is gonna be amazing. It's gonna be so good. All right. Let's head on over, after we've had that weighty, weighty, and very long canon news, let's go have a joke. (laughs) Laugh it up, fuzzball. Why did the Emperor's voice crack? Because he's Sidious. Because he's a Palpatine. I get it now. Because <laughs> teenagers, you know, their voices crack because they're going through puberty. Yeah. I thought of you could have done something but... more. Oh, like, why look. does Emperor Palpatine sit on his couch all day and eat Doritos and play video games? Because he's, he's a, a Palpatine. Oh, a typical teen. <laughs> okay. Sits on the couch and eats no, that's Doritos a good. That's a good one. That's day. a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Much I could. I was. I was thinking of saying like, why did. Why did the emperor all of a sudden notice he started having hair growing in his armpits? <laughs> <laughs> I was going the puberty route, kid. Sorry. Was, all right. Well, voice crack is puberty. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is puberty. So, all right. <laughs> okay, let's head on over to the question and answer council. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. All right, so we're going to talk about the non-Star Wars-y stuff that we're looking forward to. And I have a list here, but just off the top of your heads, 2019, Anna, what thing are you super excited about? I'm, like, like in like in pop culture? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I mean, you could say personally, too. Like, personally, what are you excited about for this year? Maybe we could start off with that. I don't know. Summer! You're excited for summer? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's that comes every year. Um, not specific to 2019, but um, so yeah. Um, Movies, TV shows. Uh, I'm excited for the episode nine. Yeah. And I'm excited for Captain Marvel, and I'm excited for Endgame. Mm, yeah. 
So yeah. Yeah, Liam? also I saw the first thing on the list. Oh, so. well, Avatar. Well, yeah, we're <laughs> yeah. okay. <laughs> so Avatar: The Last Airbender is coming out with a live action series on Netflix. That's what and you're talking about. Right. You're not talking about the the movie, the James Cameron movie. Can't Avatar. wait for mm-hmm. my birthday <laughs> and 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 so the new series of Fortnite and hanging oh, out with my friends yeah. and. Watching TV shows with my family. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I think uh, all of us are are excited. For me, for 2019, like, personally, I'm excited. Well, of course, for Celebration, but we're talking about non-Star Wars-y stuff. I guess maybe meeting people at Celebration, you know, and, and trying to kind of, you know, just meet people, right? Like, I just, being surrounded by a bunch of people who love Star Wars is going to be something that we are... Like, it's going to blow our minds, I think. Like, you will know that you can talk to anybody there about Star Wars. And then they'll probably more than us. Well, well, not necessarily how much they know, but they'll want to talk about Star Wars. I'm in. All of them. Yeah. Let's say I'm in the elevator at at our hotel. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Which is connected to the convention. There's a random person I don't know, and I ask Mm -hmm. them. Do you like Boba Fett? They'll probably yeah. say, "Yeah, I like his armor. He's cool." Or they'll say uh-huh. something about Boba Fett, like, "Yeah, I like yeah. him." Or, "Nah, he's not my favorite." Uh-huh. Or like, "What uh-huh. did you think about Episode Eight? I really liked it. Uh-huh. I don't yeah. get. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I like it." So anyway, yes, yeah, celebration. It's gonna be it's awesome. Be awesome. Uh, but non-Star Warsy stuff. We got, right. I know it's hard, but That's we can do it. So yeah, um, the live-action Avatar series coming to Netflix might be 2020. They haven't announced it yet. Also excited for Wizards, which is the culmination of the tales of Acadia. Arcadia. Ar- Ar- Arcadia. Arcadia. It's Arcadia. Okay, fine. Arcadia. Tales of Arcadia um, series, uh, which started with the first, what, three seasons of Troll Hunters? Troll Hunters. And uh, and then is uh, three below is the next one which we haven't started watching yet. No, we but haven't. we're also going to watch that and then we're going to finish Voltron first. Right, Voltron. Hey, that's another thing. I mean, that came out in 2018, but we haven't watched it yet. We only watched like, yeah. three episodes, four episodes maybe. So we're going to finish that. That's going to be cool. Uh, I mean, Anna, like four episodes of like the, the, the of the final the season. final season. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it came out in like 2017, 2016, probably. Oh, when it started, yeah. Yeah. 15 or 16, 15 I think. 16, yeah. Yeah. Probably 16. Oh, really? Yeah, probably 16. I'm not sure. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Captain Marvel coming out March 8th. Anna, like you mentioned, you're excited for that. Endgame yeah. is April 26th. It's like Seriously, it's like four months, months away. Yeah, but, I mean, Captain Marvel's March 8th. <gasps> April comes after March. April 26th. <gasps> it's less than two months. It's It's, yeah. Less than a month. Like a month and a half. No, it's more than a month, but it's like a month and a half after uh, Captain Marvel is Endgame. So those are going to be big. Awesome. Uh, Spider-Man Far From Home is going to come out in the summer, July 5th. That is four days before my birthday. <laughs> okay. Do you want to see that on my birthday? Because I kind of want to see that on my oh, birthday. Yeah, let's let's see see birthday. Spider-Man is going to be so awesome. I love Spider-Man. The first movie was so good. Yeah. And then, you know, we're going to get other stuff on Disney+. Plus. Of course, we're going to get The Mandalorian uh, in 2019. But we're also going to get Marvel TV shows, which are probably going to be kid-friendly. Or at least, like, rated PG-13. Mm-hmm. Unlike the Marvel TV shows on Netflix, which are very much R-rated uh, TV shows. So, uh, they haven't really announced exactly which Marvel TV shows are coming out, I think. But, um... It sounds like they're going to be featuring Loki and Falcon and Scarlet Witch, Winter Soldier, Bucky, uh, probably more. It's not sure when those are going to be, though. Like, will they be on there right when Disney Plus comes out, kind of like The Mandalorian? My assumption is they're going to try to get one Marvel show on there right away also. Mm -hmm. I don't know for sure. Um, But yeah, The Mandalorian will be on there in 2019, and Disney Plus is coming out, you know. Because it'll be on there right when it comes out. Uh, on the DC side of the aisle, we're all really looking forward to Shazam. Yes, I can't yes. wait. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> April 5th is when that comes out. It looks it's funny. Gonna awesome. It's going to be funny. Uh, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's going to be, yeah. I'm really excited for it. Yep. And Wonder Woman 1984, the sequel to Wonder Woman, is going to be coming out on, uh, on June 5th. Oh, and June 5th, and then exactly a month later, we have July 5th. Yeah. I'm looking at 
Okay. I'm looking at the show notes here, mm. and, I'm sa- and I see Wonder Woman 1984 could be good. <laughs> I mean, it's DC. I don't know. I the mean, like Wonder Woman the first Wonder Woman is great, amazing. right? It's about the same. It might not. Be yeah. Well, yes, it. it is directed by Patty Jenkins again. So my hope is it'll have the same awesomeness that the first yes. Wonder Woman had. Um, the uh, Wonder Woman had some really awesome. The just, but also some really awkward. The Justice League. Well, yeah, but awesomely <laughs> awkward in awesomely a good way. Uh, the Justice League movie really, really kind of did not do justice <laughs> to. Uh, that's ironic. I don't know. Uh, the Justice League movie did not do justice to Wonder Woman and the Amazonians. Um, yeah, very disappointing. Amazons, the Amazon people. Right. We use Amazon a lot. The Amazonians. Mm, right. So, hopefully... Actually, do they call them the Amazonians? Amazonians? I have no mm. idea. Well, they used to. Um, anyway, I'm not a huge DC fan, but Wonder Woman was great. And uh, really, and I've heard Aquaman's great, but... Yeah, I've heard it is too, but yeah. I don't like sharks, so, you know. Oh, yeah. You probably <laughs> wouldn't want to go see it then. <laughs> So, especially not in the theater in 3D IMAX. Mm, right. I really want to see it. Too. Aquaman, yeah. Aquaman. Maybe we'll go with the Riverview. Maybe the if I go with them. Oh, okay. <clears throat> um, yeah, and uh, one relation, Star Wars relation to Wonder Woman 1984 is Pedro Pascal, isn't it? They haven't, <laughs> wow. they haven't announced who he's playing, but he's going to be in the movie. So. This is non Star Wars Yeah, stuff. I know. Well, you know, I can't this help it. This is a Star Wars podcast. Yeah. Uh, hopefully Lost in Space Season 2 it will be on this year. It should. Yeah, they haven't announced it yet. I mean, it's uh, when. been a while. They're making it. One Day at it. a Time Season 3. One Day at a Time Season 3 Can't comes out. Yes. Yeah, it comes out I in... One Day at a Time is so good. It comes out in less than a month. Yeah. I'm I'm so excited. It's going to be amazing. For children. It's, not intended. It's uh, It says it 12 and up. Does it? And as it talks about some very serious topics, but yeah. I think it's, it's I think adult. it's fine for mature kids. Well, I think I mean I grew up watching sitcoms on TV, and I was a young kid watching sitcoms that were intended for an older audience, and that's very normal. Why is it called a for sit? Because you sit s- and you it's a comedy. <laughs> that's you actually, sit down and you laugh. A sitcom. Uh, that's that's a good theory, Liam. Is that you think that that's not is? why? It's short for situational comedy. So in situational comedies, people get into funny situations and then they have to get out of them. That's traditionally uh, how a sitcom would work. Um, yeah. So no, good good idea though, Liam. Sitcom, you sit and it's a comedy. So I think you know, like considering what I watched growing up. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, use your own judgment. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, it, it deals with important topics, but it's not like it... Uh, it. For me, more importantly, is like, I don't want to... I don't want you kids to watch shows that reinforce sexism or reinforce or racism. racism, right? This definitely so doesn't reinforce this, any of those. Right. This, go, this it, comes out against them. Against and, them. And so, yes, yes, it's a mature topic, but it it's in the right direction, right? And the jokes are not at the expense of people's sexuality. The jokes are um, they they don't punch down, they punch up, right? They make fun mm-hmm. of those in power instead of making fun of the powerless, right? Yeah. So for me in comedy, that's very important, uh, and I I would never want us to watch as a family something that punches down, right? So. Also, there's some other stuff in there, like not against sexism and racism. Oh, there's uh, there's sexual innuendo, yeah. right? That means, uh, you know, jokes that are about sex, sort of, right? Yeah. On the other hand, you kids won't be watching a couple things that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, the live-action Cowboy Bebop. Can we watch that? On Netflix. No. I mean, you can't watch the animated Cowboy Bebop, at least not yet. Maybe Why not? soon. It's it's mature. Um, but, uh, 
I think the live action one will be on Netflix maybe this year, maybe next. I'm not sure yet. And uh, the last, the final season of Game of Thrones is also coming out this year. And I kind of really just want that to be done. Um, I did watch it all with uh, my brother Matt. We watched uh, all of Game of Thrones together. So I'm looking forward to kind of getting together with him and watching the last season of that and being confused and probably angry with the choices that the writers made. Probably. But, <laughs> but that's You're just like, the way that's it goes. Bad writing! I could do better <laughs> than that. Well, it's good writing. I just don't like the way the, the characters are treated sometimes. And, um, you know, it just seems, I don't know. Makes me worried about the Star Wars movies that those guys are making, but hopefully. Hopefully they'll Hopefully be they'll, good, and if Lucas they are, we'll tell them what we'll they can have, and cannot do. If they aren't good, we'll have plenty of other good things to watch mm-hmm. that are Star Wars. So, yeah, I was listening to a podcast called Blaster Cannon, uh, and uh, I can't remember who said it on there. I think Saf, her name is. She's uh, from uh, Oklahoma, New Zealand. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you say Oklahoma? I know. Oklahoma. I think it was either Saf or Megan uh, on the, on this uh, podcast who said 2019 will be the year of realizing that not all Star Wars has to be for all Star Wars fans. Yes. It's okay for there to be Star Wars things that you don't like as a Star Wars fan. Yes. And, uh, you know, that's... Yeah. It's a good point. Because... You know, we're going to have Resistance and The Mandalorian and Episode 9 in the same year. And, and more. that's not going to be everyone's thing. All of those things cannot be your thing because they are very different things, you know? Mm-hmm. You can like all of them, but it's okay to not like one and like the other. That's okay. It's okay. They're going to all be my thing. <laughs> all right. Well, sure? I mean... Yeah, we'll Actually, see. the Mandalorian probably will be your thing. It will be my thing because I'd be like, "Quick pull, it's honey." Yeah, kind of stuff. I like that kind of stuff. When is it high noon on Tatooine? Is that twice a day? Hmm. Interesting. I don't um, know. High noon is like. High noon is when the sun is the highest in the sky. So on Tatooine, so does that happen twice in noon. one day? Yeah. Yeah, because there's two suns. It's too high noon. It's high noon. It's second high noon. It's high noon. <laughs> it's, it's high noon. High noon. Okay. All, right. All right. How about it's high noon and then the second high noon is high noonsies? Mm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's high noonsies. All right. Well, I think that's going to be it for today. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to episode 119 of Children of the Force. Yeah, thanks, my fans. <clears throat> yeah, as always, uh, thank you to those who support us over on <laughs> Patreon. <laughs> what? What's so funny? What he said. Thanks, my fans. Yeah, thanks, my fans. All right. Patreon.com slash Children of the Force is where you can, you know, give us $1 a month. Uh, that would be awesome. Or you can go on T public and search for children of the force and, or just go to our website and there'll be a link there. Uh, and you know, buy a t-shirt and wear that t-shirt to celebration. Yes. I think that my heart would explode and my brain would melt. If I just randomly saw somebody wearing a children amazing. of the force t-shirt at star Wars celebration. I don't know what I would do. I might just, I, would I might start crying. Hug. I might start crying. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I don't know how I'd react. I could not fathom the feeling. I don't know. I don't know. I can't think about it even. It would be so strange. It's like, hey. They'd be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are children of force. Yes, I'm wearing your t shirt. I'd walk up to them and I'd say, that's my shirt. <laughs> be like, you stole my shirt. If, like, if I was, we're children of the forest, they'd be like, <gasps> oh, yeah. They, oh, they, they know they would that. They would they'd be like, bow. Yeah, they would kneel before us. The... And you would be like, kiss the ring. If, if yes. I was if I was also wearing the children of the forest t-shirt, I'd walk up to them and be like, Atawensies. I'm Anna and I'm 12. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stop. 
Don't get so full of yourself. <laughs> no, I'd walk up to them. I'd walk up to them, and we'd do the thing, and Don't be like, kid. "Daddy," and you'd go, and you'd go, "I'm Al. I'm Anna, and I'm twelve. I'm Liam, and I'm nine." And no, they'd be like, <gasps> "Bow to the amazing!" <laughs> <laughs> Good lord. Uh, I'm rethinking this whole podcast thing now. <laughs> Please, I, I would love you to wear our shirt at Celebration. Yeah, going. yeah. It'd that be really cool. So yeah, awesome. it would be We'd awesome. We'd love to see you in our yeah. shirt. We would cry. Or at least he would. If emotional. I can be it's emotional. <laughs> if you would like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. At Force Children! Which, again, if you go to At Force Children pinned to the top of the page is a link to that T public page. Oh. Uh, yes, I wrote. <laughs> On Facebook we are uh, Children of the Force. Our email address is forestchildren at gmail.com. Our website is www.childrenofthevoice.com. <laughs> Why do you always drop a I'm W? Cringy. I'm cringy. Are you are you doing it on purpose? Yes. No. Okay. Head on over to speakpipe.com slash children of the force to leave us a voicemail that we'd love to play on the show or just record one and email it to us. We would love to have your voice on the show. We love other people's voices. Uh, and I know it might not seem like it because we're recording these big long podcasts and it might seem like we love the sound of our own voice. It might especially seem what like I do? love we the sound of my own voice. But sometimes, this but, voice. but sometimes my voice just doesn't sound right to me. Like right now, if I'm listening, I'm sure it's not going to sound right. Do you really want to listen to those words? That, that, that. Do you want to listen to me sing? I'll sing a song that I made up. Mm, okay? Okay. Ready? Sure. I can't do Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh. Wait, I, I got what it. Do you... do you think you're beautiful? Do you think you're beautiful? Do you think you're beautiful? Well, I think you're beautiful. Oh. There's more. That was really nice, Anna. That was a nice song. Thanks. Yeah. I do know that I'm beautiful, incidentally. Okay, yeah. yeah. There's, there's more. But yeah, some people don't. Started a band. Some people don't know that yeah, they're some beautiful. Some people don't know that they're beautiful. Yeah. Everyone's beautiful in their own unique way. Yep. And if someone can't see that, then they don't deserve you. You don't deserve them. So ha. You, no, they don't deserve you. You shouldn't waste your time on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you meant to say. That's what I meant to say. All right, <laughs> there we go. That's what I meant to say some good advice and finally please leave us a review on itunes or anywhere else you listen to us it helps get the show in more people's ears so we'd really appreciate it uh don't forget we're on spotify too so you could always listen to us on spotify if that's uh what you like to do and let people know hey have you ever heard this podcast you can say it's on spotify and everybody like oh i'm on spotify all the time people say that that's what people will say they'll be all like i'm on spotify all the time some of them will be like Sometimes I go on Spotify. Some of them will be like, oh, Spotify, what's that? So, yeah, Spotify. Uh, Four Children of the Force. Four Children of the Force. I'm Anna. I'm Al. I'm Liam. And. May the Force!